Good morning, you are at Rustin Shadows and it is now January 2021 and uh, I am doing a reading here on my Rustin Shadows podcast and it's from the book by uh, Rush Journey called Good Morning Friends, Volume 1. And this message is um, from his radio messages, um, from his collection of radio messages by Rush R.J. Rush Dooney. And this title is called The Covenant, from August 31st, 1954. Good morning, friends. We have a habit at times of using a familiar word or expression for years without fully understanding its meaning. One such biblical word is covenant. The Bible has much to say about covenants, and the two parts of Scripture are called the Old and New Testaments or Covenants. The word covenant in scripture has a root meaning which means to cut or divide and the usual meaning of the covenant has reference to a covenant of blood. In the strict sense of the word it refers to a blood brotherhood between two men. Two men who were both independent and equal having a great affection one for the other would agree to become <clears throat> blood brothers. After the ritual shedding and mingling of blood they became closer to one another than to any other relationship. They had a mutual obligation to guard one another from treachery and peril and to be ready to lay down their lives for one another. For a man to be faithless to his covenant ties was unthinkable. It made him an outcast and a worthless man. When a man made a covenant of blood, he had, he had as it were, a new nature. He took in the life of his new brother and henceforth had a tie of love that suspended all their ties and required of him a life that had a new orientation. Now obviously the word covenant in the strict sense as requiring two independent and equal contracting parties cannot apply to a covenant between God and man, between creator and creature. The great and infinite God cannot be equated with the frail creature man. And yet scripture calls the relationship of God to man a covenant. But in the case of a covenant of grace and pro- but in this case a covenant of grace and promise. Psalm 89:28 the word covenant is equated with mercy. Thus God in his infinite mercy makes a covenant with man. The meaning I think now begins to appear more clearly. The God of grace makes himself man's blood brother and says that in his mercy he will redeem man and do so by willingly laying down his life for man. This Jesus Christ did for the sons of the covenant. And as our blood brother, having assumed our nature in his incarnation, he fulfilled this covenant obligation by dying for us and sharing with us the fruits of his victory over sin and death to all who were covenanted to him by faith. He gives a new nature and a new life. This new nature being his life in us means abiding communion with him. At the Last Supper, he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Matthew 26, 27-28 Our participation Patient in the sacrament of communion means that we rejoice our new life in Christ. We recognize that in ourselves we are dying men, but in him we have eternal 
an incorruptible life and inheritance. Let's look again at the primitive ritual of blood brotherhood. When two men become blood brothers, the ties that bound them to each other made them responsible for the other's personal's, person's family as well. Since they had a common life, they now had a common family. The same is true of God's covenant with us. We are taken into the family of God, made partakers of the divine nature, and we share in the privilege of the household of God as sons and heirs by the adoption that is ours in the covenant. In like manner, when we, by faith, enter into the covenant of God in Christ, our family becomes God's family. This is true even where one of the parents are Christian, for as Paul told the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 7, the unbelieving mate is sanctified in the wife or the husband who believes, and the children are counted holy. This means that children of believers are under the covenant of God and the blessing of the Holy Spirit and are to be accounted as the Lord's until with maturity they specifically reject the covenant and pass out from under its jurisdiction. This is a great privilege in Christ that our children are born into the household of faith and the covenant of their God. The promises of the covenant are not only to us, but to our children and to many as the Lord our God shall call. Adults can only enter this covenant voluntarily by faith and confession of Christ. Children are born into it. However, as Paul says, they are not all Israel who are of Israel. The children of believers are not all children of the promise. Let's take another glance at the primitive ritual of blood brotherhood. The relationship was under certain obligations or laws, and the ceremony was concluded by the exchange of gifts. The law of the covenant is the word of God, written on the tablet tables of our heart, through the indwelling presence, and the gift of the covenant is the gift of the Holy Spirit, the covenant promises, the privileges, and eternal life. Our gift must be our lives, as a living sacrifice to the covenant God, our time, our substance, our all. The covenant of, the, of a gracious God makes us who are poor, blind, and hungry, men and women, who are heirs of all things in Christ. The covenant gives us nourishment, and it gives us life. Its fitting symbol is a table of communion around which the family of God gathers to receive the gifts of the covenant. If we are not enjoying the privileges of the covenant, it is because we are guilty of refusing to partake of the table that is spread before us, even in the presence of our enemies, as Psalm 23 points out. Draw nigh, then, and share in the riches of the covenant God. Now may the God of peace, who brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well, pleasing, in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hebrews thirteen twenty to 21 Dear Heavenly Father, when we by faith enter into your covenant of God and Christ, our family becomes God's family. We enter into your family through the blood of Jesus Christ, who uh, sealed the covenant with his blood. Thank you, Lord, for this truth, that it may uh, stick and stay with me um, in, in this day. Lord, in all my days, I thank you for uh, this message this morning about the covenant, that it is a bond that cannot be broken. And Lord, that it is a promise that you give to your children, and is by your Holy Spirit that enables me to live my life uh, as a gift of the Holy Spirit, to live my life with the covenant promises and privileges, and to have eternal life. 
So, Lord, I ask that you would help me to live uh, faithfully in this covenant. The covenant of your graciousness um, makes me an heir in Christ, and it, it gives me nourishment and gives me life. So, Lord, I, I thank you for this truth, and I pray that you would uh, make it more and more real and uh, tangible every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.